Hi everyone, this is Stacy, and welcome to the Reality Recap, where we gossip, vent, and discuss all, some of your favorite reality TV shows. And for this week's episode, we're going to talk about Vanderpump Rules, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and The Real Housewives of New Jersey. This week was a pretty intense week. There was a lot of drama and fighting amongst pretty much everybody um, in Vanderpump Rules. I don't understand why the group isn't happy for Jackson and Brittany. I think that as their friends, they should be extremely happy for them that for the fact that they're getting married and Jax is making changes and doing better. People don't change overnight. So I don't understand why there's a lot of negativity surrounding their relationship when this is probably the happiest time of their lives. I, If I was Brittany, I would be pretty pissed off that my friends aren't supporting my happiness with the person I choose to marry. If Brittany wants to marry Jax, let her marry him. That's her choice at the end of the day, like she said. Um, you know, going back to the fight at Sheena's house, her housewarming, actually, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I don't understand why Billy and La- Billy Lee and Lala can't talk about their differences and what happened without screaming and yelling at each other. Um, you know, it's a very simple solution. Just own it and apologize. I think Billy should have just owned it um, and said, yeah, it might have come across the f- that way that I might have insinuated that you girls were transphobic, but that's not the intention. That's all she had to say. And then if she would have owned it, I think the girls would have been more receptive to hearing her out and hearing out her emotions. I think Billy meant well, but she went about it the wrong way. And Lala should have listened better. I think she didn't even give Billy a chance to speak. Um, I do wonder if Billy is right. If Lala does think she's better because she does have a rich boyfriend. Sometimes I think about that. But, you know, she's a pretty cool chick. If she does think she's better, then I'm pretty sure somebody will humble her up really fast. And let's talk about James and Lala. Their dynamic has been really weird. I feel like Lala wants to be back with James as a friend, but she's she keeps getting pulled back by Katie, who's kind of a bully. Um, I don't know what happened to her. She thinks she's the queen bee now when she's not. And it's confusing because it's always been Stasi, And it's never going to change. Stasi is always going to be the queen bee. Just just because she's... That's just her personality. Um, you can't take that away from her. But... I don't know. I want Lala and James to be friends again. Just because they're really funny together. But James needs some work. Definitely. Um, I don't think I have enough time to talk about him. Let's go back to Katie. Um, this season, she's I feel like she's been pretty miserable, it feels like. Like, she has nothing else better to do than just to be negative towards other people. Like, she tried to get James fired, and it worked, and I don't think that was cool. I think she should have womaned up and had a conversation with him and maybe tried to help him do better and have some compassion for his problems or issues instead of shitting on him 
and making things worse for him, even though he was wrong for calling her fat. That's really, really wrong. No man should ever call a woman fat. Um, or anyone, no one should call somebody fat just for the sake of calling them fat. I mean, that's really wrong, but I think Katie should have had more compassion for James because at the end of the day, he's still a human being with feelings too. Um, and she's also been awful with Jax and Brittany. She keeps talking so much smack about them. I don't know why. I mean, she's been married before. I wonder how she would have felt if everyone around her, one of her best friends, was being an asshole about her getting married to Tom. I mean, sometimes I wonder if she ever does put herself in other people's shoes to see how much of an asshole she's being and how it's hurting other people around her. Um, I wonder how Tom deals with all of that. He might need to speak up on that on one of his interviews. And she's definitely, definitely, definitely not Lisa's favorite. I think Sheena is Lisa's favorite. I think Katie should get off of her high horse. I mean, she's just, I don't know. She thinks she's the queen of the world when she's not. She doesn't add value to the TV show anymore, in my opinion, other than just to be toxic. Um... Let's talk about Tom and Ariana. <laughs> this episode was pretty crazy. Um, the fact, first of all, Tom says that it's a deal breaker if Ariana doesn't want to have kids. Um, in my opinion, if you're going to be spending time with this person and buying a house with this person and creating a future with this person and you know they don't want children... Um, I don't see why he would want to waste his time on that. I mean, we're not getting any younger, so Jax is right. We don't date for fun. We date to be in long-term relationships, like marriage and commitment. So, um, Tom should really, really think about what he's doing in terms of his future here, knowing that Ariana doesn't want to have children. They're not on the same page, and that's not really a good sign. Um, I'm not surprised for the fact that Ariana's bisexual. She's really sexy. I mean, I'd hit that. So, and I'm straight. I mean, she's just a sexual human being. And I'm sure both genders find her very attractive. So I'm really not surprised by that. Um, I do think that she should, she shouldn't care about what other people think. She mentioned that she doesn't talk about it, but... You know, just I she should just she should be herself regardless of what other people think, no matter what, because people are watching the show and there are people who look up look up to her and there is a lot of stigma about those who are bisexual. But I feel like when you're on a platform on a show like Vanderpump Rules, who's what which is extremely popular, she should bring it up and talk about it and create more awareness for those who feel the same way she feels for the fact that she, they, people, there are people out there who don't talk about their sexuality because of what society thinks of them. And that shouldn't be the case. In my opinion, social norms are meant to be broken, so f- fuck everyone who has a negative judgment of 
who you are and, you know, choose to be happy. Be yourself. You know, um, let's talk about James. I thought it was really kind of James to want to apologize to Randall, Lala's boyfriend. You know, he wanted to write a letter and things like that, which is a very kind gesture. But I feel like James's problem is that he needs to be consistent in his kindness versus being consistent in his assholeness. Because that has more impact than his kindness does right now. So if he was more kind and less of an asshole, he would have more friends and he would have more people who are rooting for him and more people who would support him and more people who would rally behind him in, you know, things like that. But at the end of the day, I do think James is a good person. He just needs to work on it and show it more instead of being an asshole all the time. I'm not really sure what he's trying to prove here. Um, in terms of who he wants to be. I'm not sure if it's for the show. I'm not sure if it's because people are always shitting on him, so he always feels like he has to be an asshole because otherwise they would take advantage of him because he's so kind. But who knows? Now, let's move on to the Atlanta Housewives, the episode Tempers in Tokyo. First of all, I just want to say, you know, all my condolences to Ava's grandfather, um, sending him love, sending her love, sending her family love. You know, it's hard to lose a loved one, so I'm sending lots of good energy your way, Ava. You know, I re- and also I appreciate, in this episode, Nini was different. She was going through a lot, and I felt like I was watching someone who was breaking down um, you know, maybe mentally or emotionally. And it was kind of an eye-opener for me because, you know, I'm a strong person myself and she's a strong person and we have limits. So, you know, strong people do have limits too. We can't just bear everyone's problems on our backs all the time. Like, sometimes you need to fuck off and handle your own shit. And stop putting your problems on to us. Like, you know, there's only so much we can take. I'm, we're all, I'm, I'm a person too, you know. I manage, I can juggle more things than others. But that doesn't mean I don't have my limits. That doesn't mean that I don't have feelings. That doesn't mean that I want to carry a weight all the time. Because I don't. I'm just here to help you. But I'm not here to do shit for you when I don't really know what your true problems are. That's something you need to handle on your own. So I appreciate Nina bringing up the fact that, you know, how hard it is to be a strong person and how people rely on you so much that they become dependent. But they should really be independent when we are just here to help you, not to carry your shit and solve all your problems for you. You need to, you know... Be an adult and do that shit on your own too. Um, I did not know. This might come off as a little, you know, ignorant, but I did not know that Tokyo had a red light district. That actually makes me really happy. It, granted, it's different from the one in Amsterdam, but it sounds really fun. You know, after watching the episode, they did karaoke and they walked around, and it looked like a really, really fun place. So, 
one day I'll get to visit and learn more about it. Um, <laughs> so the f- another fight. The fight with Eva and Marlo was really funny and stupid at the same time. Um, it was just so petty. I was laughing the whole time when Ava was going in on Marlo and her wig and how she's bitter and <laughs> she just went in on Marlo. But I understand where Ava's coming from. She just had enough of her shit. Like she kept going at Ava. So Marlo basically, in my opinion, had it coming to her. You know, you don't pick on people and expect them to just take it. One day they're gonna fight back. So she had it coming to her. Um they keep butting heads, so hopefully the next time they meet, maybe they'll be kinder to each other now that there's an even playing ground of shade. Um, uh, let's talk about some culture here. I think it's funny, but really disrespectful at the same time that some of the ladies were late. Um, I understand maybe in your own country, it's okay to be late. But you gotta understand, you're in somebody else's country, you have somebody waiting, somebody, like, Aya, the travel guide, specifically said that it's disrespectful to be late. So, I felt that when you're in some another somebody else's country, you should show more respect, you know? You don't run their world, you're in their place, you're, you're in their country, like, have some respect I could never do that. I can never be late if somebody told me that I can't be late because it's a, it's a cultural thing and um, I would put in my best effort. I feel like the women were on a high horse. They are you know, used to people allowing them to do whatever they want because they're famous and on the show. But I don't know. I don't think that should matter when you're in somebody else's country, how famous you are or how popular you are. You should have respect regardless. Um, hey, so let's move on to the New Jersey Housewives. Oh my, this, I'm glad I watched this episode last because it was so intense for me to watch them fight dinner after dinner after dinner dinner and then finally the very last dinner was so explosive oh my goodness um but we'll get to that last first of all I want to thank Jennifer for being Jennifer when she's drunk she is hilarious um Dolores has it right she when she's drunk she's that guy at the bar that wants to fight everyone and you know in the first episode when I saw her I thought that she was like sweet and wholesome and She's a wife and a mom of five kids. And the fact that she can throw down and have a, kind of a gangster side to her is so awesome. I love it. And I don't think she should ever change that. Drunk Jennifer is a, a go for me. I think she's awesome. And she should not leave. I, she's so entertaining to watch. It cracks me up so much. Uh, Margaret has been has become annoying. I don't know... Ever since the f- falling out with her and Danielle, like she's been pretty negative and nasty towards people. I don't understand why she's made that you know mail order bride comment. I felt like she was being a hater towards Jennifer. It was, it was more of an insult towards Jennifer, rather her brother and 
her culture. Um, I don't know what it is, why she's, she didn't like, I don't know, there's something going on. I feel like she's jealous of Jennifer or something, or maybe she's still mad about the whole Oklahoma thing when Jennifer was being kind of a jerk, but, you know, she apologized for that, so I think they should just move on from that, but who knows? I feel like, I feel like there's a lot, there's some jealousy here. Um... I don't think Margaret should have added fuel to the fire by making comments about her husband having a girlfriend, Jennifer's husband. You know, she shouldn't have said that, even if she wanted to hurt her or not. That I mean, I feel like Margaret knew better. She knows better than to say things like that. And I felt like she could have, if she wanted to hurt her, she could have said something else. Um, that was really, really, really below the belt. Like, I would be pissed if somebody said that about my husband. I would... I would not have walked away the way Jennifer did. She handled it handled it so well. I'm so impressed by that. I'm with Dolores. I would have got up and smacked the dog shit out of her. I don't know. Um, you know, there's one thing that kind of the fighting hindered was the fact that Jackie and Dolores talked about their eating disorders. I think that it's so brave of them to talk about that and bring awareness to that because there are so many people, male and female, who do have eating disorders and is I don't feel like it's talked about enough, you know. So it, I thought that was pretty brave of them, both of them, to talk about their eating disorders. It's so important to bring awareness to things like that. So kudos to them for using the platform in a positive way. Um, now let's talk about the very last fight at dinner. Danielle, I don't know why she just, like, everything was going good, and Teresa and Jennifer were talking, and they they were being funny, and everything was going good, and Danielle decided to make snide comments about Margaret, and things like that out of nowhere. I don't know what her agenda was. I felt like maybe because no one's paying attention to her, so she has to say something or do something to, to, so people can focus on her. And I felt that that was my, you know, stupid and childish, in my opinion. Um, and you don't bring up kids. I don't know where the kids had any play into their drama and their fighting and their differences. So Melissa's right. Kids are off limits. Husbands are off limits. You know, don't talk about Margaret's kids and expect her not to lose her shit. You know, I give them, you know, Margaret throwing the wine at her is not the greatest response, but, you know, uh, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm, I'm actually pretty surprised that she didn't hit her, hit her. I thought she was going to when she walked around the table. Um, but I don't know. Danielle is wrong for that, bringing up kids. And I don't know why she would do that. Because I know for a fact that if somebody brought up her kids, she would lose her fucking mind. So I thought that was hypocritical. And then at the end, when Jennifer <laughs> broke the glass... Oh my goodness, it's just so confusing. Like, everyone's drinking the Kool Aid. Their sides are sides are being taken, and things are going in the wrong direction. And finally, 
things just exploded and hopefully they can talk it out, Jennifer and um, Melissa. I don't know about Margaret and Danielle. They, I don't know. I don't think they'll ever be friends again, but we'll see what happens. Every season is a big surprise. And they both play dirty, so they should be friends. They're both dirty and shady and calculating from what I've seen. So I think that, you know, people like that should stick together in, I don't know, they're weird. Anyways, thank you for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you come back. And if you want to have me watch and provide feedback on any one of your reality TV shows, you can email me at therealityrecap at gmail.com or find me on Instagram at therealityrecap and send me a direct message or, you know, write a comment and tell me what you think. Come back next week for more. Have a great week, y'all. Bye.